0: Hello everyone and welcome to the fifth episode of Shiraz Speaks. My name is Shiraz Hussain and on this episode I'm mostly going to be speaking about confidence in relation to self-confidence to be honest and how over the years I became a more self-confident person. As well as that, I asked last week on Instagram um, what you guys want me to talk about on the next episode. and um, The vast majority of people got back to me saying that they want me to talk about animals. So uh, animals is, animals is what I'll talk about as well, uh, where it comes to my mind in regards to that. Um, as well as that, I just want to say a massive thank you man, a massive massive thank you again. Because man, <laughs> it just, it just, it just fills me with so much happiness because every time I actually think about it and every time I actually thank everyone on this podcast, uh, I can't help but smile because man, like I didn't expect this response. I thought at most I'll make like two or three episodes and uh, I'll, I'll just, like, I'll be like a dead response. I won't get like much of a response because it's just me on my own talking. And then after that, I'll just go on and do interviews once everything clears up in regards to COVID-19. But um, the response I've gotten has been overwhelming and it's made me want to do more and more episodes. And I, man, I, I just can't express in words like how happy I feel when someone gets back to me and says man I was listening to your podcast on my run I was listening to your podcast uh while studying I was listening to your podcast while I was out for a walk uh whatever I mean whatever or however they're listening to it whenever they get back to me and tell me that man it just fills me with so much happiness and it truly does mean the world to me it actually does uh you know it's just it's, it's so overwhelming man it's just like I can't believe people are enjoying listening to my dumb voice <laughs> talking about um, the dumb things that I'm into so uh, it certainly is uh a source of joy for me you know hearing everyone's um, feedback and so many people have gone back to me saying that a lot of stuff that I've said has resonated with them and they've they've loved hearing me talk about those things and all that and a lot of the things I've spoken about people have said man I've like love listening to you and it's made me want to do more research on that topic and it's really got me fascinated and intrigued by it so wonderful stuff and as well as that a lot of people actually go back to me and said that they disagree with some of the stuff I'm saying uh, <laughs> you know that's gonna happen that's gonna happen but a lot of people have gone back to me saying man like i love your podcast blah, blah blah and you're you're a cool guy and all whatever man you're a sound guy but i really dislike the thing that you said about x y or z and this is why and that's led to me having a lot of discussions with people and a lot of conversations and it's allowed me to not only um expand my perspective on things but also Allow others to see things from my perspective. So it's been a wonderful experience, to, to say the least. And uh, thank you again to everyone. Thank you again for your support. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you again. Um, being confident is something that everyone desires. Like literally everyone, I've came across so many people that are confident in one way, uh, but wish to be more confident in another way. Uh, for many, more confidence would mean greater possibilities, and not only where they can go, but and what they can do in life. However, I feel that is something a lot of people like, including myself. And, um, you know, before I actually go on and speak about, like, my past insecurities in relation to self-confidence and confidence as a whole, I just want to talk a bit about myself as in my general personality traits to provide some background information uh, and really put into perspective how difficult it was for me and overcoming these issues so i'm a very naturally withdrawn person i prefer my own company a lot of people who know me know this to be true uh you know that or the company my very select few friends my close friends uh i don't enjoy being in big groups nor do i necessarily like speaking to people like i couldn't care less for conversation um unless it's with close friends or with someone about something deep and meaningful and that's not to say that i hate people man or i dislike them or blah blah or i'm too good for them it's just not me it's just not me man uh, I just don't like being the center of attention. I don't like being out there, man. Uh, I like my uh, peace of mind. Uh, you know, just I, I just I like to just have my own space. I, and I, I don't like big parties as well, man. Like, I used to like going to parties before, uh, but that was initially because, you know, I had never been to parties before that much and had never been invited. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, after, like, um, coming this long way and becoming a more self-confident person, blah, blah, uh, getting into uni and so-and-so and being invited to so many parties, so many house parties and so-and-so, I started going to them, and I enjoyed it at the start, but then the more I would go to them, the more I would realise, man, this is just not me. The only reason I actually had fun at the beginning uh, was because it was something that I wasn't used to, and it was just a new experience for me. But the more, more and more I got used to it, the more and more I went the more and more I thought, man, this is not me. I would much rather be sitting in the house, lying in bed, man, uh, have some junk food beside me, my dog laying at my feet, and watching something on TV, man. That's, that's more me. That's something I would do. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's what I prefer to spend my Saturday nights. Uh, boring, man. Say what you want, but it's me, man. I'm a very deserved person, a very shy person as well. Uh, <laughs> but yeah it would, it would take a very special person for me to talk to them every single day it's just it's just not in my nature man and uh, i just want to reiterate that's it. not because like i hate people not at all it's just not me uh, even my close friends they're brothers to me i love them with all my heart even them i don't talk to them every day so um yeah as a whole i'm just a very introverted and shy person uh, which made it that much more difficult for me to become a more confident individual and not only did i have to think about how i could overcome me being self-conscious and um uh, just me being very insecure, but I also had to get myself used to interacting with people and having the know-how to walk into any room, into any circle and uh, express myself in the way that I want to. So yeah, on top of that, you know, I was insecure and uh, I was really self-conscious about the way I looked, uh, especially in regards to my weight and, you know, just in general, my appearance. uh, I was very insecure and I thought I was just a very ugly person, man. You know, I had acne all over my face. I was bald. I was over 100 kilograms. There was just not a lot uh, about me that, like, motivated me to have more confidence and uh, think of myself as being more uh you know you know more highly regarding myself as an individual uh, which is a shame you know which is which is sad man but I will go on to how I overcame it and um, on top of that man the first few times I attempted public speaking I messed up like horribly severely man I, I made a mess of it as I've shared before in a past episode you know at one time I vomited and actually a few times after that incident when I tried my hand at uh, public speaking again man when it, every time I stood up my hands would, my hands and my legs would tremble profusely to the point where I couldn't even hold the piece of paper in my hand. I couldn't even hold a piece of paper my intro was written on and uh, I could barely even stand uh, but with this came a whole lot of mumbling as well man and all in all I embarrassed myself more times than I can count on two hands like honestly the amount of times I made a fool of myself ugh. <laughs> and obviously I can laugh at it now because I've gone past that and, I, and I've grew and I've uh, became a better person in regards to that but you know at the time it was debilitating it was something that I thought about day and night man it was horrible it was something that consumed my mind but I had this hope inside man I was like you know what as long as I persist uh, they will be one day when i'm spending all these nights uh, awake uh, not instead of not thinking about how badly i messed up but rather and how well i did So man, yeah, certainly I did experience those nights eventually, man, and I did get to that point. So uh, I did did come uh, full circle in that regards. Uh, So yeah, for me, it was actually more difficult, though, still trying to get used to being more out there and uh, being the person under the spotlight compared to overcoming my self-consciousness and my insecurities. Uh, The reason for this is because I feel that, you know, me or anyone being insecure is something that's often irrational and uh, stems from an innate thinking process that often holds no weight in reality. As, uh, it was something within that bothered me particularly um, you know being fat and being overweight uh, because my entire life prior to that I was skinny uh, but but in shape as a whole you know I was skinny but I never worked out or nothing but I was still like in shape because uh, I played a lot of basketball and in, in high school Uh, So for me as a whole, being fat felt strange because it wasn't me and I knew the extra weight was a result of overeating due to problems in my personal life. So uh, it meant more than just being fat. To me, being fat represented everything that was going wrong in my life. Uh, To me, being fat um, represented all the setbacks in life. And, um, you know, so it, it was definitely more than just being fat. And the self-hate and the self-loathing came from the fact that I let myself go. And I let myself get to the point where I just didn't care about anything, man. Uh, uh, not myself, not where I was going in terms of academics, career, blah, blah, I had, like, no plans, no aspirations, nothing, man. I would just sit in my room all day, all night, uh, eating. Uh, and then eventually, when I did get into activism, that's what motivated me to become a more outgoing person and work on myself. Uh, but, yeah, so me not really, like, wanting to go into a room and uh, wanting to be not wanting to be the center of attention was more to do with me just not wanting it uh like it was just not in my nature to do so over time i was able to work out though and uh, not only lose weight, but get into excellent shape, which certainly helped my confidence. And in time, I was able to mess up enough times to finally become a better and better public speaker. But I feel like a lot of my social anxiety stemmed from my appearance and uh, a lack of experience, uh, you know, me being afraid of things that I'd never tried before. So the more I actually worked towards fixing why I saw as being wrong within myself, uh, and the more I worked towards doing what I didn't have much experience doing. And the more confident I became uh, in regards to overcoming my fears, just the more confident I became as an individual as a whole, man. So from not getting on a bus uh, because it was too crowded to now standing in the middle of the city on a busy Saturday afternoon with a megaphone, all because I refused uh, to continue suppressing my true self uh, in terms of personality. And I refused to continue missing out on so many wonderful experiences, man. So many opportunities I missed out on. It still gives me pain to this day thinking about it. man. all because of the fact that I was pretty much too afraid, man. I was too scared and, you know, as the oldest sibling, as a man, as a human being, I couldn't keep living like this, I couldn't keep living this limited life, and then uh, keep being sad about why everything I do keeps yielding limited results, so, yeah, um, the way I overcame insecurities and uh, self-conscious related issues was not by, like, being aggressive, though, man, I, I didn't, like, expect myself to succeed every day, and I didn't expect it to be faster either, like, it's not something that happens in a day, or on a week, or a month even, man, it takes months uh, on months uh, times even years took me years personally man to overcome all my issues and regards to being more self-confident and uh, self-assured uh, i acknowledged that i had a long path ahead of me and that results would take time to show but so long as i stuck at it and uh, i as uh, so long as i stuck at it i knew that i would get to where i needed to go uh, even on some days, I make if, if I make less progress than others. Uh, and you know, but that's where uh, the kindness factor comes in for me. Because you need to be kind to yourself, man. We're all human beings and uh, we all mess up and mistakes are part and parcel. They're, they're a part of life. So rather than trying to be perfect, just, just take the mistakes in your stride as lessons and continue moving forward to the best of your abilities. Having said that though, uh, I must say that at the very beginning of my journey towards becoming less uh, self-conscious and uh, insecure and so-and-so, uh, i was actually quite harsh with myself and i was quite honest with myself in regards to that really honest even and though i just did say that you need to be kind with yourself i feel that's only in regards to you actually trying and failing if you're trying something and you're failing then be kind with yourself and be like you know what it's all right it's all right just keep working towards that one day you will get, will get better and so and so like giving yourself that kindness and cutting yourself some slack but where you shouldn't be kind kind with yourself is when you're making excuses I and mean, when you're not even trying to do the thing man you're not even trying to do anything um so you're not even failing not, you know what i'm trying to say uh you're not even trying in the first place and and you're get being kind to yourself in that way and you're giving yourself excuses like like nah fuck that but to me that's mental weakness if there is something that's wrong if there is something that's holding you back you don't just push up uh, push up behind man you don't uh sweep under carpet man you face it head on and you be brutally honest with yourself and fix what you need to fix so I was brutally honest with myself and spent months telling myself about how I was letting myself go and how I was disappointing everyone around me as well as myself uh, how I was becoming a failure how I was not becoming uh, the person that I thought I'd be at this age how younger me would not look up to me at, at the moment you know and uh, as a whole I just told myself man you're becoming a fucking loser and you know I feel like everyone needs to be honest man and really face the thoughts that they're running away from Uh, in relation to insecurities, because that's how you become, uh, that's how you work towards becoming more secure, that's how you progress, and uh, become a more complete individual, in my opinion, that's just my opinion, I'm not saying, like, it's right, or whatever, for me, this mentality worked, so uh, so I'm just, I'm just putting that out there, Uh, but yeah, from that point on, uh, I've thankfully never been through a similar phase, I've never felt that low, where I've had to be that brutally honest with me, and uh, I've, I've carried over this mentality of, um, you know, this mentality just stuck with me and and now I'm constantly pushing myself out of my comfort zone uh, whilst taking on each challenge that comes my way and actually going out my way to look for challenges, man. I, I love challenging myself. I, I love doing things that people think I can't do. I love doing things that I would have thought I couldn't do, you know. I, I just love it, man. I love pushing myself to the limit. Uh I just refuse to be anything less than I know I can be. Uh that's that's what it is. and saying that though, uh by no means am I saying that I'm better than people around me. Like not at all, man, not at all. Uh just because I can run like 1.5 miles under nine minutes, or because I can curl 24 kg dumbbells for 10 reps, doesn't mean that I'm a better person than the people around me. Not at all, man, not at all. Um what I do know is uh what I do know for a fact is I am so much better than that fat guy, man, who couldn't run for five minutes, level 1.5 miles, and I'm so much better than that out of shape, that out of shape fucking loser, who could barely curl AKG for 10 reps, Um, you know, just, so I'm, I'm just proud to be a, a better than the person I was before, and uh, I feel like that in a nutshell is what it's all about, being better than who you were yesterday, and not comparing yourself to others, man, and uh, not like putting other people down, and not showing off, man, I hate it when people do that, I hate when people think they're superior to others, it just doesn't make any sense, like, um, we're all going through so much as a whole, as it is, uh, in our lives, uh, a lot of the stuff that we don't share, uh, you know, life as a whole can just be a really stressful experience. And the last thing we need is for like these arrogant fucking bastards, man, to come out here and, uh, you know, just, uh. Go on about their sense of superior superiority, this fake sense of superiority. But fact of the matter is, most people see through their bullshit, and uh, so they can continue doing what they want, man. But it's just horrible seeing people like that, and uh, I just wish that they would spend more time being kind-hearted individuals to people around them, and uh, just work on themselves rather than trying to portray this false sense of being better than everyone. But yeah, ha- having said that, you know, I wish there was something that I could say to people. I wish there was some advice that I could give, like straight up, like some steps I could give, like follow this step and you ot- you attain this. Uh, but there isn't, I can't give you any st- steps or a step-by-step guide on to how to reach your full potential uh, because I feel like all I can do is uh, share my personal experiences and hope some, some of why I speak about will resonate with someone and per- perhaps motivate, motivate them to go about and um, facing their insecurities. But I, I certainly can't give you a step-by-step guide. I mean, you know I mean, I don't know your circumstances. I don't know what you go through. Uh, I don't know your like situation. So... I'm certainly not in a place to tell anyone what to do uh, nor am I trying to do that. I'm just sharing my experiences and uh, if they resonate with someone then great uh, if they don't then you know that's completely fine as well. I'm just expressing myself so yeah um, a lot of times when um, actually when, you know a lot of times when I actually heard or read about people though in the past when I was insecure and overweight, who overcame their issues. I often thought, nah, man, nah, that guy or girl is just like something special, man. Like that, that guy is a special breed, man. That woman is just something else. Like no way I could do that. No way, man. No way I can like do that. Like these human beings are something else. But like basically, what I was saying by by saying that is, um, you know, I'm a low life. Like I'm not, I'm I'm not the human being that they are, man. These human beings are above me, and uh, I can't amount to anything good, man. In my life, I'm just like low value human being who can't do anything so uh, it, was, it was a certainly very demeaning way of looking at it man every time you think like that and everything every time you think that you can do something that others are doing because man you know these people that i was using as excuses uh these people are made up of flesh bones and blood as am i uh, you know i wasted a lot of time making excuses for my drawbacks uh so so one thing i will say to anyone who's listening is uh who's listening and is struggling with something is that don't make excuses man don't don't make excuses know who you are And uh, know that you're an incredibly powerful and remarkable person Who's capable of anything Absolutely anything that they put their mind to not just their mind man but their deeply intricate mind to the only person who stands in your way is you support is amazing man it feels good when uh, those around you support you but when i was overcoming my social anxiety my insecurities as well as trying to get used to being a more outgoing person in general man there was no one supporting me Uh, i was new to the city i had no friends no one i like shared things with and no one who like patted me on the back and said man well done bro you're doing well smashed it man all that good stuff and and just to keep going man but support is a wonderful thing though and it certainly helps but as a necessity all you need is yourself and all you need is the will to succeed in any venture you plan on going into whether that be one of individual development or whether that be one related to career or academics Uh, you know wherever the venture the only person you need is you and but as well as that you know also be mindful to the fact that everyone is flawed in their own way and uh, nobody's perfect not by a long shot so when I accepted how wrong and stupid I can be at times it helped me so much in in regards of uh, getting confidence because rather than worry about looking like a fool, I acknowledge the fact that, you know what, to be honest, I am a fool, man. Like, there's <laughs> there's so many th- there's so many things I'm bad at, uh, and uh, so many times I've made a fool out of myself in, you know, small ways. So, you know, for example, dropping things and uh, w- walking into doors, slipping in public, so-and-so, man. So I'm a fool, like, I've made a fool of myself countless times, and uh, if I make a fool of myself during the speech, then it's all right, man. It's all good. Uh, there's so many things I'm bad at, and so many times I've made a fool of myself, so if the speech goes wrong, then I'm still the same fool. If not, then I'm a fool who can confidently speak in public. So either way, I knew that I didn't care about how others perceive me uh, because I myself was already my own worst critic and at the same time, my own biggest supporter. And for me, that was that was and is still enough, man. So everyone from prime ministers to monarchs, shopkeepers to students mess up. It's, it's a common aspect of life. So rather than worrying about messing up, take solace in the fact that you've messed up before, yet here you are ready to face the challenge in front of you. Be proud of every aspect of yourself that makes you the unique person that you are, from your weird and wonderful interests to your uh, quirky personality traits. Uh, at the same time, though, be be mindful of the aspects that are holding you back, that you feel are holding you back, and seek to improve in any way you can uh, to be the person you know you can be. So, yeah, always strive to be the best version you can, and uh, best your best version you can be, and remain true to who you are, man, and uphold the values that actually mean something to you and stand for them. So, now i've gone to the point where i am more confident and a more selfish person who is capable of walking into any room anywhere and saying and doing as i please um <laughs> obviously obviously within limits like i can't just go into any room and do anything i want i know uh, you guys know what i mean but <laughs> but yeah i wear what i want i do what i want i march to the beat of my own drum uh, you know all my friends know this to be true of me like i'm just a very um I don't know, like, I'm just a very weird guy, even some of my dress sense is weird, uh, recently I recently actually dyed my hair light brown, which was bizarre in itself, and man, I knew that when I dyed it light brown, and when a lot of people see it, they're going like, man, what what the hell is this guy doing, <laughs> what the hell is this guy doing, uh, but I also knew I liked it, man, so I went ahead with it, and I couldn't be happier in doing so, but now it's not light brown anymore, I dyed it back, and uh, my hair's actually growing quite long, and I just wanted to see it like long and like black, I guess, <laughs> my natural hair color. I've also got some like silver coming in as well. So I just love it, man. I just, I just think it looks better like this. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I certainly don't care about what people think, man. Uh, you know, I've spent so much, so much of my life doing that that now I'm just at my point. Uh, now, now I'm just at the point of man. I, I really couldn't care less. Like I just want to do me. I just want to do whatever I want, man, and just be happy uh, in doing so. Uh, I, I feel like a large part of uh, being more confident is being happy with who you are and uh, not paying mind to external opinions. So. Uh, don't do yourself the disservice of molding and bending who you really are to appease shallow minded people uh be who you truly want to be and in the process like-minded people will gravitate towards you real will always gravitate towards real uh be real be organic and uh, always be yourself you know everyone has such untold potential and a potential that varies from individual to individual and uh, not varying in the amount like i would say but rather in the type of potential that each individual possesses and the only way you can actually like you know, explore that potential is by being yourself. If you're trying to be someone else, man, how are you going to explore your own potential? It doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, some can be artists, some teachers, some soldiers and some preachers. Uh, no matter what the calling, self-doubt only inhibits self-growth. Uh, accept who you are, man. Appreciate who you are and act upon who you are. So yeah, man, always strive to be yourself as well as that, always strive to be the best and truest version of yourself, man, and uh, always seek to fix the, fix the things that you feel are holding you back, so yeah, I just want to add that, I don't want to, I don't share my experiences in regards to being fat and secure and so-and-so, uh, and like, in the past, for um, for sympathy, not at all, man, not at all, uh, I'm very proud of my six-pack that I currently have, <laughs> I don't need anyone's sympathy, I don't need anyone's pain, not at all, if anything, I find it very disrespectful when people do, um, feel sympathy for people or like or feel pity on me I would say because it's like in the past I've shared stuff with people like personal stuff and they've came back to me they are like oh shit, oh man oh I can't believe you went through that blah blah, blah. come here it's like man nah, nah nah man I didn't tell you like this personal issue for you to feel sorry on me I told you so you could listen to me man and hear me out and hopefully I'd feel better that way by venting and just letting it all out I certainly didn't want pity p- from you man and I feel like it is it is important to empathize with people. And, uh, you know, see things from their perspective... But you can do that in a less demeaning way than taking pity on them. So, this is not for pity at all, man. Not at all. As I said, I'm very proud of my sex pack, man. I don't want anyone's sympathy, man. And, uh, you know, I love myself, man. I I, I might be arrogant in saying that. I might be arrogant in saying that. But I love myself. I've I've spent so long hanging myself that over the past few years, I've gone to the point where I absolutely love myself, man. I'm always looking at ways of improving. I'm always pushing myself past my limits, man. And pity is something that I'm definitely not after, man. Not at all. And the only reason I actually share stuff like this is because a lot of people come across me in day to day life. And they see me right now In shape You know Confident as hell You know Doing all the things that I do Going to these various events Meeting these various people And um, You know They always think that I've always been like this uh, but what i hope i'm doing and sharing shedding light on who i was i hope that it'll show people that i wasn't always like this and there were things that i had to overcome there were things that i had to overcome in order to be this more well-rounded individual so you know i hope that it resonates with someone you know i can't tell you what to do but i can share my experiences and I hope that that'll resonate with people so if i have what, 100 listeners one listens and can take something away from it then you know what man to me that's like worth the world like and if someone actually gets back to me and like says to me man you know what like that really helped me and like i'm making a positive change in my life blah blah blah, like wonderful stuff man i couldn't be happier like (laughs) and i would not just make my day i'd make like my entire year man like i couldn't be happier man like that that some of my words could help people and some of my experience could shed some light on um just improvement as a whole for someone so yeah certainly not for pity man i don't want anyone's sympathy even uh, even if someone was to come up to me and share something with me, I I never pay them because man, why should I? Yeah, I'll try and see things from their perspective and put them put myself in their shoes. Uh but I can't pity them man, like, they've, they've been through that issue and they've showed strength and they've showed courage by getting through whatever they've gone through and now they're telling me about it and rather than me like acknowledging that and saying man well done, well done for getting through that, rather than doing that I'm like oh sorry man, oh come here, come here, Like, give me, give me a hug man, like fuck off man, fuck off, like fuck giving people sympathy man, fuck pitying people, just ah, uh, not at all, not, don't want sympathy from no one man, so yeah um, with that being said, I think I'm gonna stop there on confidence, man, because confidence is something that'll come up in other episodes. It is something that'll come up when I'm speaking to a lot of my future guests. It is something that'll come up on other episodes uh, to do with psychology or philosophy. There's actually a lot. Of, there's not a lot. There's a lot of stuff that I've not went into in regards to confidence as well. Um, you know, some of the theories that help me and so and so. But I just feel like it's because it's just very natural and raw like this. Like, I don't know what I'm going to be speaking about until the moment that I grab the mic and I turn it on, man. Like, I don't know, like I don't plan this beforehand. All I know is I I walk into my room, I see the mic lying there, I pick it up, press the button and I start talking I start talking man so it's certainly not pre-planned the only part the only pre-planned part uh, I would say is like because I asked people last week uh, what they want me to talk about in the next episode and a lot of people suggested animals so I thought you okay I'll definitely speak about animals on this episode but even then I don't know what I'm going to speak about in regards to animals I just got carried away with this rant uh, at the beginning and I've not been given much thought during this episode to what I'm going to speak about after I'm done speaking about confidence so yeah um, confidence is something that'll come up and this is not the end or be-all man there's so much more that I could go into in regards to how I overcame my issues and blah, blah blah and yeah I could do that on one episode man uh, but it's, there's just not a whole lot that's coming to my mind and I know even after I turn this mic off there'll be so much that comes to me and I'll be like man I should have mentioned that on the confidence uh, episode but it's something I'll get to man I'll, I'll discuss a lot with it with guests I'll, I'll discuss a lot within future episodes so yeah certainly as in, the, as in all man in regards to confidence but that is some of my experience in regards to overcoming self-confidence and uh, in regards to how I felt how low I felt uh, during that time in my life so yeah with that being said I I'm just going to talk about animals because yeah everyone suggested it but um I, i'm actually quite stuck now because i don't know what to say about animals man because animals are, are such a large topic it's such a broad topic like what do i say about animals i should have thought about this <laughs> this is where you start scripting stuff ask, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah animals so yeah, you know, what? I'll talk about my top five favorite animals, man, seeing as they're animals I already have tons of knowledge on and animals I can talk about for days anyways. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll talk about my top, favorite animals, uh, top five favorite animals and they're going to be in no particular order, man. Uh, I love them as much as each other <laughs> and uh, with the exception of the tiger, which is number one, hands down, my favorite animal. So, yeah, I'll start off with sharks. Um, sharks are one of my favorite animals, man. Some of my favorite species are the great white, tiger shark and bull shark. Um, the reason I find sharks so fascinating is because of their efficient ability to be the apex predator in their environment Uh, you know great whites in particular die by a war man when hunting seals and particularly um, it's it's just fascinating to see man it's just amazing it's it's a surreal thing to see and it's just a if you if you go on youtube and type in and see some of these videos man it's truly awe-inspiring seeing this amazing a thousand kilogram um killing machine diving out of the water uh, having said that though the majority of sharks actually are not dangerous to humans uh, even the ferocious killing machine that is the great white shark prefers to avoid humans and hunt seal and fish The reason for an increased amount of shark attacks all around the world is due to pollution, which often forces forces sharks to venture near shallow water in order to find food. So uh, each animal that I like is actually symbolic to me as well. It holds a symbolic meaning to me. Uh, as well as my deep fascination for them. The thing that the shark stands for, for me, uh, is perseverance. And that's due to the fact that a shark drowns when it's stops swimming. So a shark's constantly swimming, it's always swimming. And that serves as a reminder for me to always keep moving forward no matter what, and uh, to always persevere regardless of the circumstances. So yeah, that's the shark. Uh, a wee brief uh, intro into the shark. That's why I love sharks. So um, yeah, another species that uh, deeply fascinates me uh, as eagles uh, in particular the golden eagle a majestic bird of prey that is uh, spread throughout the world with there even being populations in scotland which i think is like really cool and i've actually seen uh, some golden eagle specimens in scotland up north and it's just been amazing man like, I, I, I just got so giddy man i just got so happy when i saw it i was like oh man it's a golden eagle but, I'm, <laughs> but yeah um golden eagles can uh but golden eagles are actually quite big uh, big animals man quite big birds like um that i don't think a lot of people think about that man their, their wingspan goes from I think up to two and a half meters, so that's huge, man, and they weigh around uh, three kilograms, so definitely a big bird, and along with that that size, they also have razor-sharp talons, uh, which they utilize to hunt small mammals and other birds. Uh, These birds at times hunt in pairs as well, but but for the most part, they hunt alone, and uh, it's just amazing seeing them hunt in pairs even, you know, it just highlights their uh, uh, intelligence, and an interesting fact about golden eagles actually is, is that they're trained and kept by nomadic tribes in Mongolia, so... uh, um, where they actually hunt for the tribesmen, and after the wild, the tribe releases these birds back into the wild. And, and there's interestingly enough there's actually been cases of eagles coming back to the tribe uh, and um, just visiting the old keepers so like really a heartwarming story I guess, actually I guess a heartwarming fact and this goes on to this day in Mongolia man. so a deeply fascinating animal that has captured the imagination of millions all over the planet and for me symbolically the golden eagle represents freedom in turn what I take from it is to always be who I want to be and to be free of the opinions of those around me so yeah that's some of the reasons why I love uh, the eagles and the eagles in, in general you know bald eagles harpy eagles, Philippine eagles, golden eagles, you know, just the whole, there were so many species that I didn't mention, but yeah, I just love birds of prey in, in general, fascinating animals. Um, another animal which I adore, uh, yes, I absolutely adore, uh, <laughs> I'm not mincing my words here, definitely adore, is uh, snakes, I actually love all snakes, there isn't one that stands out for me, but if I had to pick one, I would say the retic- reticulated python, which is the longest species of snake, uh, which can weigh from 150 kilograms, and large specimens actually get closer to 200 kilograms, so a huge snake, as well as this. Uh, measures up to 20 feet long uh, with the largest specimen I think measuring up to 33 feet 30, 30 to 33 feet I'm not quite sure I remember seeing it on a documentary I can't quite remember the exact figure but yeah a huge snake nonetheless uh, the longest in the world I love snakes uh, and don't fear them at all but man, man, that's one snake that even I'd avoid. So uh, snakes are interesting animals in the sense that there's so many uh, and there's such a diverse range of them, from those who hunt with venom and bustling cities such as Mumbai and Sydney to those who hang in, in the forest trees waiting to constrict their prey uh um to those even swimming in the depths of the ocean uh there's just so many varieties of them and by the way what i mean by constrict is like basically squeezing so the reticulate python itself is not venomous it constricts so it squeezes life out of its prey and it crushes their rib cage and then it swallows them whole so uh, definitely not a nice way to go uh but yeah so it's not venomous some snakes are not venomous so um yeah um they're so widespread and they come in so many varieties man and some of my favorites are actually the western one of my favorites is the western diamondback the rattlesnake which is from the us uh, the king cobra india the black mamba mostly in parts of africa and as well as that the anaconda man the anaconda is actually also uh, a constrictor whereas other ones i mentioned are venomous and this also constricts its prey and this was well a whole another fact about the anaconda is actually it's the heaviest snake in the world so though the python is longer the anaconda is still more bulkier and just a heavier snake as a whole so yeah Snakes as well as all the animals I'm mentioning hold a wide array of symbolic meanings like as a whole throughout history. Uh, but I'm only mentioning the meanings that I personally take from these animals and you know the snake itself has taught me to always be patient and to not expend my energy on things in haste Uh, this is because snakes can go at times you know for months without eating and at times remain in one single place for days on end waiting for a rodent to come out of his burrow so yeah rather than waste my energy it teaches me to channel it towards things that matter and to always be patient while waiting for it to yield results so certainly that is what uh, I've taken away from the snake and that's why I love snakes you know as a whole uh, they're just very fascinating animals they often get a very bad reputation of uh being i don't know aggressive or evil or like stuff like that which is just which just doesn't make any sense it's like just shut shut the fuck up man (laughs) you're applying all these random traits to uh an animal that's like never did anything to anyone like how how can it be evil man it's just an animal like (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so Uh, the animal uh, another animal that I absolutely love and will come as no surprise uh, is the dog (laughs) I love dogs man dogs are everything Uh, truly the amount of love and devotion you get from a dog is unlike anything you can get from another animal Uh, domestic dogs and humans have actually coexisted peacefully for approximately 10,000 years something I was actually reading up on the other day uh, which is really interesting so um, a very special relationship indeed that has led to dogs guiding our blind uh, to dogs protecting our borders from drugs being smuggled in to dogs giving their lives on a day-to-day basis man on the front line as military dogs or as uh, police service dogs as well as this man uh dogs are our companions they're our best friends they're our beloved family members my dog in particular is definitely a family member more than a pet you know everyone loves him man but even even a. Uh you know the love I have for Aries is amazing, man. I'm just I'm just so happy to have him in my life. But you know, from being a playmate to my wee brother to being the protector of the house or our protector of the house, it uh, is as well and truly a remarkable dog, um, and I'm truly thankful for him, man. I'm truly thankful. I love him, man. And that in particular actually is why I love German Shepherds as a whole, man, uh, above other breeds, because not only are they incredibly loyal and loving to their family and affectionate as well, man. Like I was, I, he's never showed aggression to my family, so and so. I think I said that on the, another episode as well, but I just really want to hit that home because of what I'm going to say next. Uh, but yeah. Not only are they very loving animals in general, but they're also very naturally protective. Uh, it's something you don't have to train them to do. Their protective instincts are just just that strong because they were bred to be a sort of a living fence between the sheep and uh, that, that, that they herded and the predators they were protecting them from, you know, predators such as wolves. So uh, this makes it extremely like a protective breed and uh, of especially of who it sees as being his family or what it sees as being his territory. Having said that though, anyone who gets dogs and trains them specifically to be aggressive or harm others, 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 others. <laughs> (laughs) uh anyone who trains dogs to harm others is a low life uh people who have dogs as status symbols um are scum to be honest many people who have dogs like rottweilers german shepherds and uh, pit bulls mastiffs or american bulldogs that are aggressive is only due to the fact that they have been abused and uh, due to a lack of socialization no dog is naturally aggressive you know even all these guarding breeds uh, and even all these like typical so quote-unquote aggressive breeds are not naturally aggressive what they are though is protective and that's something that only comes out in their territory uh it shouldn't it should never be displayed uh, in public um yeah so you know my dog is well socialized and it can go into public it doesn't pose any risk to anyone in public but if someone walks by the house uh yeah barks and lunges at the window or on the fence because that's his territory and it's protective of something uh, which is completely natural and it's a natural aspect of his breed and nothing i trained him to do uh, if anything, I've been training him to be a well-behaved canine citizen from day one. Uh, that gets on with everyone, which he is, man, which he is. So yes, no respect for people who get dogs only to show off. Uh, you need to be a really insecure person to put an innocent animal through that much abuse just to look tough. Man, fuck you. You're not tough. You're a fucking disgrace. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> getting carried away i'll stop there before i get carried away um so yeah so the symbolic meaning that i take from dogs and which will be like really obvious is loyalty and to always remain loyal not only to my loved ones uh you know but to also remain loyal to my own values so certainly dogs, man. Amazing, amazing animals. Uh, much love for dogs. And uh, of course, number one, <laughs> number one is of course the tiger. Uh, from Sumatran to Siberian, there isn't a tiger species that I don't love. I'm enamored by the beauty and the mystique of the tiger. Uh, also, an apex predator, like some of the sharks I mentioned, uh, varies in terms of size from species to species. There are nine total subspecies of tigers, with all either sadly being critically endangered or being at risk of extinction even, uh, which just breaks my heart. Um. The most widespread species is the Bengal tiger. Uh Bengal tiger which numbers from around two thousand to twenty five hundred, I think. Um but you know, when that's the most widespread, uh that just says it all about just how at risk tigers are, uh, and how much more that needs to be done to uh, conserve them as a species. So, um you know, the least widespread tiger in the world is the South China tiger, with only forty five forty seven, forty five or forty seven remaining in the world, with uh, all of them being in zoos in China, uh, to the best of my knowledge. Maybe they've they've been released into the world, but I'm sure they're all in zoos in China. Um, the sad part is that, uh, all about this. The sad, The saddest part about all this is uh, that literally all the risks that the tigers are, um, are privy to are because of human beings uh, from a risk of, from a loss of habitat to you know overhunting of tigers, uh, tigers have been subjected to nothing but cruelty by so many. Uh, but you know the conservation efforts of people who do care, uh, people who are showing compassion, people who are helping these amazing animals, uh, making a comeback in places such as India, Bangladesh, Russia, and Indonesia. So it is wonderful seeing that there are people in the world that do care and are seeking to make a change for the better. Uh, but speaking about Russia, uh, speaking of Russia. Uh, The largest tiger species actually comes from Russia, uh, in particular the Amur and Siberian regions, which gives it the name of the Siberian tiger, uh, though some also call it the Amur tiger. Uh, The subspecies gets up to 10 feet tall, uh, which is huge man what the hell (laughs) a 10 feet cat uh, and can weigh up to 300 kilograms so um, yeah certainly a big cat and Siberian tigers actually have lighter stripes compared to the other tiger species and that's how uh, that's one of the ways you can tell them apart besides their uh, big size Uh, as well as that they also have a more dense coat a thicker coat obviously to cope with the winter environment that they're in and uh, they also they often tend to have more white spots all over their coat as well uh, i guess that's to do with uh, camouflage and to fit into their environment uh, so yeah compared to like the sumatran tiger for example there's a huge difference because the sumatran tiger is actually the darkest t- tiger subspecies and has the darkest coloring uh the t- the sumatran tiger is actually from sumatra as uh, a region in indonesia and uh it is like one of the smaller tiger species but um it's still larger than the malayan tiger so it's smaller than the Bengal and Siberian, but it's still larger than the Malayan tiger, which is actually the smallest tiger species, and it's native to Malaysia, as you can probably guess by their name. So I can't pick one favourite because I love them all. I love them all equally. I really do, man. But one that holds the most uh, meaning to me personally uh, is the Bengal tiger. Uh, the reason for that is, is because it's native to South Asia, uh, particularly in India and uh, Bangladesh. It actually used to be prominent in Pakistan and the Punjab region and Lahore, uh, which means a lot to me because my family's from the Punjab region. You know, It goes back uh, decades you know um even centuries man my my family's been uh, ethnically rajput and uh, they're cast as rajput so my family has a deep history uh, in the punjab region so it means a lot to me man it's it's a very symbolic animal for me in that terms in that regard so this species just means a lot because it's a symbol of my heritage uh, it's a symbol of my caste it's a symbol of my culture and uh, you know these animals have long been held as a mythical and deeply symbolic uh, animal in south asia as a whole the bengal tiger was a symbol of hope for Many all across the country in um, British India, uh, as a hope, uh, like as a hope of, uh, eventually fighting against colonialism. So as well as that, you know, the Bengal tiger represents the deeply and uh, rich and fascinating culture of South Asia and its people groups. You know, from Pakistan to India to Bang- Bangladesh to Sri Lanka, you know, all these wonderful and amazing countries. You know, and, and on top of that, I grew up watching nature documentaries with my granddad, and his favorite animal was the tiger, uh, because of all that it represents, which uh, which is a large part of why it's my favorite animal as a whole. Uh, because you know, every time I see a tiger, it reminds me of the amazing human being that was my wonderful granddad, and and um, the tiger arguably uh, represents more symbolically than any other animal to me. Anyways, so um, and, and as a whole, all around the world, I feel like it represents more uh, and it means more to people than any other animal. Um, yeah, so that's just my opinion. But uh, why I take away from the tiger in terms of symbolism is to always stand for why I believe in and to always show courage and never lose to my fears as well as this the tiger for me is a reminder to always stand up for myself and uh obviously as as well as what what i believe in and to never ever ever let anyone disrespect me man and i feel like that's a lot of people that's something that a lot of people should also take on board as well just in day-to-day life not that people listen to this i'm not giving advice i'm just saying i feel like a lot of people in general should uh stand up more for themselves and don't let people disrespect them so for sure yeah value yourself as an individual Uh, but yeah that's uh, my top five favorite animals uh, as well as some of the meanings behind them and why they're so special to me Uh, so with that being said I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone that's been listening man it just means a lot still and uh, I'm just I'm just so overwhelmed by the support and you know I'm just blown away man I'm just I couldn't be happier man every every time I think about it I, I just can't help but smile. So, you know, with that being said, I just want to say a massive thank you again to everyone that's been listening and been showing such support. Uh, I'm just going to leave you with my parting words. Uh, before b- before I actually do that, um, as, a, as I said before, there's a lot that i missed out and uh, there's a lot that I will get into in future episodes in regards to looking at theories that helped me, uh, psychological theories and philosophical theories that helped me become a more confident individual. And not only then, but still, uh, there's still a lot of theories that I look at now that uh, are a key part of uh, me developing myself as an individual uh but yeah with that being said there's not a whole lot that i want to say uh so yeah let's uh, let's strive to be change let's strive to change the things that we seek to change not just within ourselves but in our environment uh, let's strive to express ourselves uh, to the best of our abilities and let's strive to be the person that we know we can be uh as well as that i'm just going to leave you with my final quote this is a quote by myself actually um yeah so treat everyone like the high value individual that they are Uh, strive for equality in how you behave with others and show unequivocal kindness to everyone you come across and in turn radiate the the energy that you seek in return so yeah uh, just treat people the way you want to be treated or you would want your loved ones to be treated Uh, it's as simple as that and uh, as well as that keep fighting uh keep trying to be the best version of yourself while remaining true to who you are as an individual so yeah a big thank you again to everyone that's been listening uh i can't express in words how much it means to me i, I truly can't you know initially when i started these episodes i thought that after a few episodes i would just be dead and so and so but the support has just kept me going and has made me uh, made me do more and more episodes so couldn't be more thankful for that and uh just a, just a massive thank you again so yeah i, I just can't say it enough man i just can't say thank you enough for the support so um yeah yeah whatever whatever you are whoever you are uh, i hope you're having a wonderful day uh with that being said um i just want to say thank you again and uh yeah (laughs) i just keep saying thank you man i just keep saying i just keep being stuck in that but yeah whoever you are wherever you are i hope you're having a wonderful day thank you very much